We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that this Saturday night, December 2nd, I'm going to be doing a live Q&A at Badger State Brewery, 7 p.m., probably for about an hour, although I will definitely stay later if people want to continue to chat. Q&A, meet and greet, grab some great beer. I'm sure the Big Ten Championship game is going to be on as well, so should be a great time. Again, 7 p.m. Central, this Saturday, live at Badger State Brewery in Green Bay. Hope to see you guys there. minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Hello and welcome to a Friday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I am Shanna, we have Monty, we have Nathan, we are all back together because we skipped last week thanksgiving things so um couldn't record a podcast together but we are back together to talk about what could be the most watched game maybe outside of thanksgiving for the packers season and it has nothing to do with either team but we will get to that. <laughs> we will get to that part um but i was looking this up and i didn't know this so the the last time that the kansas city chiefs and the green bay packers played in 2021 that was jordan love's first career start that was that was the COVID Rogers COVID game, um, and Jordan Love had found out literally I think like two days before that he was going to be starting. And Zero pressure. Yeah, and and clearly it, like it didn't look great. Um, it didn't really seem like they adjusted the game for him. It was kind of just like let's see if he can run the same stuff that Rogers does, and obviously it did not work. Um, so this is. This is only the second time Jordan Love will be seeing an opponent for the second time. And it's not obviously the same team, but before the before the Thanksgiving game, he had never played a team twice. So I'm interested to see more, you know, a taken yet another stepping stone. Yeah. And as you said, that was a very weird situation for him to be put in 
a few years ago when that was his first start. And it's like, yeah, right before the game, you're kind of, okay, Jordan, you're going to go start against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. And it's like, okay, cool. Or against the Chiefs. And it's like, good luck. You know, you're on the road. It's not going to be, it's not going to really uh, be your the best chance for him to be successful. So, um, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from that game. I'm not going to look at how yeah. he played in that game or anything like that. So he's a different player. He's got a new confidence. He's got, um, you know, much more experience under his belt. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see how he can build off of this momentum he's got going because he has very much turned it around after a very bad middle of the season. He's been back to where he was at the beginning of the season where he looked confident. He's been even more consistent. He's been, um, you know, better on the deep balls. So he's been definitely locked in the last few weeks, and I want to see if he can continue it against, you know, a good pass defense. Yeah, we were talking about this before you got on, Nathan. Um I won't talk about what I had scheduled, but I might have had something scheduled the weekend that would be the first weekend of playoffs. And I was like, it's fine. I'm going to be fine. I don't know. I mean, this is <laughs> such a weird season that we were like, Jordan Love is it. Jordan Love is not it. Now it's like we're back to Jordan Love being it. And with the schedule that they have, we were talking about it too, Monty and I, that if they win on Sunday night against the Chiefs, the rest of the season is such a cakewalk. I mean, you have the Giants, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Vikings. What a joke that has and to the be. Bears. And yeah, the, and the Bears. Even, which we don't even, we don't, right. even count because we're going to get the Bears. Right. Yeah. But that's at Lambeau, so, yeah. yeah. So, what, like, it's just wild to me that, like, that's they must have the easiest schedule for oh, the yeah. rest of the season. They it's, have to. Yeah, and the, I mean, the like, the way I look at it is this team's looked very good. They've improved, but, I mean, they've showed that they can beat better teams. Like again, cause it's not like they got lucky in that Thanksgiving game. They didn't get like a fluke fumble or get a bunch of calls. I mean, they were the better team on the field the entire game. So the fact that they can put up that type of performance against that opponent, considering how many, you know, key players the Packers didn't have, you definitely feel like they absolutely should beat all of those teams down the stretch. And that's why I think, you know, this this game this weekend against the chiefs is, you know, it's still Jordan loves developmental year and you're still going to, you know, analyze all of his performances, but this is really the last kind of like measuring stick of the year where, where I think you're going to learn or you're going to be able to see, okay, how does, how does our guy stack up? Not necessarily against Mahomes, who's the best quarterback on the planet, just more of how big is the gap? Because from here on out, you're probably coming into those games as the better team and you obviously can learn from that, but it's just not the same. Yeah. I mean, 100%, as you said, they were the better team. They are playing, you know, really good football right now. It's interesting because you like when we were looking at this earlier in the season, we were like, it's hard to pick one game that they could win the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's, man, we might not lose a game the rest of the season. Like it just, it's flipped completely. And yeah, I, I mean, it's, as you said, this is kind of their last big test. The rest of these games are, you know, I mean, I guess like the Bucks don't suck. Um, the like Vikings are okay sometimes. You know, I, I mean, Bears are playing Monday okay, was but the it's like football, one of the worst football games. Yeah, yeah. but like before that, they were playing well. So it's like I don't like. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not going to act like these games are all going to be like total cakewalks. And we've shown you know plenty of times that we can look bad on any. Yeah, we can play down to, to anybody. Yeah, so it's like I'm not going to act like these games are cakewalks, but you look at them and you're like, okay, after this Chiefs game, it's tough to pick one that you're like, I don't really think we're going to win that game. Like it just, okay, the rest of these are very winnable. Um, 
And again, that's just, it's such a 180 from where we were earlier when they were struggling, when they were on a losing streak and it was like, they can't beat anyone. And now it's like, oh, hey, you know, we should win out the rest of the season. It's, this is, it's just crazy. This is like, I mean, this is such an exciting game coming off of that Lions game just because you had this chalked up as a loss regardless. I, I'm pretty sure, even you know, even if they would have lost on Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure people, most people would have picked them to lose two in a row here. So the goodwill and like the good feelings and everything you get off of that Thanksgiving game, they're still not going, you know, most people and most fans won't pick them to win against the chiefs either. So you're not going to have people that are upset if they lose necessarily, unless obviously they look terrible doing it. Um, but it's just these small victories mean so much as you go down this, down the line and finish out the schedule, because I mean, this is a game that everybody coming off of that Lions game in that locker room is going to be super hyped to play. Cause again, they just had the best performance of the weekend, I would say. And now nobody's going to believe them that two weeks in a row. So if they beat the chiefs, they're, they're going to the super bowl. <laughs> if, they that, beat the chiefs, I will be, if they beat the chiefs, I will say like, I'm pretty sure they're going to the playoffs, you know? Oh yeah. No, no right. question. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, unless they collapse, unless they really revert back to what they were in the middle of the season and, you know, all of a sudden look like one of the worst teams in the league and lose, you know, four of the last five or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is like, even without this chiefs game, you're like, okay, they still have a decent chance. Yeah. Um, if, based on this I think, I think if they, if, I think if they lose Sunday and then they do happen to win out, I think they're like a 90% chance of making yeah. it even. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, time for me to switch my plans around for that weekend. <laughs> uh, I was like, no freaking way. Anyway, did you guys look at the, the – I mean, it's Wednesday. You know, we record right. in advance. But did you guys look at the injury report yet? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look good again. I Sheer saw that like – J- I saw Dylan and Jones weren't practicing and then – Yeah, Jaden um, Reed didn't practice. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I, but he was questionable going into the Lions game with a chest injury and then obviously played and played really well. So it could just be he's not over it yet. And one of those, if he doesn't practice at all, because he's a young guy, it's not like a vet. If he doesn't practice, he might still play. I mean, he's really important to what they do, and he's he's come along really nicely. But I would say if he doesn't practice at all, it would probably not be a good sign. But, like, hopefully maybe he can get limited either today or, or tomorrow or Friday. And we're going to – I mean – go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, I obviously want to see Jaden Reed out there. I know Watson had a nice game last week, but against a team that has really kind of thrived against the pass, or, or yeah, against the pass and forced teams to pass on them a lot. That's the thing is the Chiefs defense has been very good because they've made teams play to their like to the, their strength, which is they're a good pass defense and they're not really letting teams run the ball a lot on them. Um, I think they have the second fewest rushing attempts allowed in, in the on the season. So teams are forced to pass against them and they're good at defending the pass. So it's like if we don't have some of our pass catchers, um, that could be huge because that's going to be probably what we have to lean on is is the uh, pass attack. Yeah, it especially, is, especially with Jones and Dylan. Out. Yeah, it's, not it's like not it's not a good match of a team that is extremely good against the run makes you one dimensional and the Packers really haven't been able to run anyway, apart from, yeah. apart from a couple of good performances. So yeah, I mean, this is, this is going to be a primetime game. I mean, like I, this, it just sets up like one of those, you know, I love going to throw it 40 times because I'm sure they're going to be having to keep pace uh, with the chiefs offense. And it's, it's kind of, what you walked into last year where, you know, Spagnuolo was just blitzing love the entire game. 
Um, and in a game where they're going to have to throw the ball out, I would assume they're going to do it again until, you know, show him, show him you can, you can beat the blitz and he'll back off. But yeah, I expect this to be a, a big test actually for, for the, for the Packers passing game. So we're this far into the season. Who do you think is the biggest letdown for you within the Packers that you were like, man, I thought this was going to be such a great year for you, but you kind of, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, it'd probably be one of a handful of people on the offensive line, which is unfortunate because that means we got a couple of weak links, but I would say, um, John Runyon Jr. Like he, I think this is a contract year for him. So, I mean, that's not great for him either. And it's not, not been good for the Packers, but getting beat way too often. And, you know, we say this all the time. When are they going to recognize that someone's playing better? Cause every time Sean Ryan goes in the game, they score a touchdown. So, <laughs> but yeah, that, that would, that would be my pick because I figured he was someone, I mean, they obviously is someone they like, they're letting him start, even though he's struggling, but I thought he was going to come into the year and get a contract extension. And that's like, certainly not how he's played. I'll go. I know he had a good week last week. I'll still go for right now, Watson, because he okay. he had. I really was expecting. Like I think he can take on that. Like I want to see the Love Watson connection. He can be that number one type of receiver, and that definitely does not look like the case. Now again, I'm I'm glad he had some positive momentum. I'm glad he had a good game. Um, but before last week, I just it was very disappointing. It was something that you're like, man, you know, I I, I really was believing in this guy, and he hasn't done much. And um, another guy like. I love him and he's great, but Jair has been pretty disappointing this season with not only the injuries, but yeah. even when he's been even when he's been on the field, he's had a couple bad games and just not looking like himself. Um, you know, it, it's just that I, I was kind of relying on him to be a, a force defensively and someone that you just can rely on as a, a top corner in the league, and for him to not be available a lot, and then when he has been out there, it hasn't been his elite self has been a little bit disappointing. Yeah, really the really the only. Yeah, I was just gonna say, really, the only Jair game where you're like, "Oh, that's the player he is," is was probably that Rams game. And yeah. then, other than that, yeah, he's just been kind of very middling this year. And yeah, the injuries I'm sure have not helped because I he hasn't been healthy since probably like week two or three. It sounds like. Yeah, for sure, that was gonna be mine. And I also miss too. I mean, there's something to be said about someone's like energy and like all that. Like, I love his energy. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it stinks that we don't have that. Like, yes, he was a trash talker, and sometimes he would just talk too much, but I still loved it. And I was like, yeah. I miss that character. <laughs> miss that character for sure. So, um, what are you guys gonna be looking at besides Taylor Swift? <laughs> Monday night. Let's just um, put it out there. I, 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 I look forward to them. I think, like I said earlier, it's going to be another kind of Jordan love showcase game. Like, I think that he's going to be throwing the ball a ton. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm also, I would say definitely going to be looking at if the Packers defensive line can continue the way they played against the lions who have one of the best lines in the league. And they were just easily the more physical and dominant unit. And that is, not normally what happens when we play another physical team. So the Chiefs obviously not as physical of a team up front or anything. So if the if the Packers D-line can play that way again, I think that is a way better indicator of whether or not they won this game regardless of how Jordan Love plays. 
So I'm not going to lie. When I'm in the middle of Packer season, I don't always eat the best. It's by far my busiest time of year. I don't have a ton of time to make healthy meals. And because of that, I end up eating a lot of unhealthy foods. And when I'm not eating healthy, my digestive system doesn't always feel the best. And I end up feeling less focused, more stressed. And it just feels like my immune system is fighting with an arm behind its back. That's why I tried AG1. I was tired of being tired and I was tired of being unfocused and I needed to kickstart my immune system and increase my energy. And when I started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel the difference in my digestive health and my daily energy. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop includes probiotics for gut support, B vitamins for energy, and zinc to help support my immune health. And that's why Packaday is proud to be sponsored by AG1. AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash packaday. That's drinkag1.com slash packaday. Check it out. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. One of my absolute favorite parts of the holidays is the joy of gift giving and trying to find that perfect gift for somebody that you care about so incredibly much. I've got two boys, 10 years old and six years old, and they are the absolute joy of my life. And watching them open those gifts and seeing the smiles on their faces is just about the best thing in the entire world. But one of the things that we often forget during the holidays is to remember to give to ourselves. Maybe that's in the form of a present, but it could also be the gift of taking a moment to enjoy the holidays. It could be treating yourself to a day of rest or maybe just enjoying your favorite meal. The best part is that you get to decide how to give to yourself. One other way that you can do that is by giving yourself the gift of therapy. And sometimes the holidays are the perfect time to start therapy or maybe even restart your therapy journey. Therapy continues to give me the tools that I need to live a happy, successful, and joyful life. Simply put, therapy is a beautiful journey to finding myself and making myself a better person. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. You can go online right now and find a therapy plan that's uniquely designed for you. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash packaday. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. 
So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how the Chiefs offense looks in this game. And um, they've been kind of like, they're just not as explosive as they have been in years past and not having the weapons outside of Kelsey, you can tell has kind of caught up with them a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. they've had some games lost because of drops. They had that in week one and they had it like last week or two weeks ago. Um, Like Mahomes looks, you know, Mahomes is good, but it's like they're not giving him a ton to work with and they have relied. It's a different style of Chiefs offense, I think, than most people are used to with, again, just the air attack and throwing it deep and all that stuff. It's like it's been a lot of just Kelsey and then they've relied more on the running game than they usually do. Um, yeah. Pacheco, has, Pacheco has been involved a lot. And so they've kind of worked that in more. Um, and so that's been interesting to see. It's just it's not the exact same type of Chiefs team that I think people are used to seeing. They haven't been putting up crazy high point totals um, you know, this season. It's been more along the lines of like the low 20s usually or um you know they won 19 to 8 they won uh you know they yeah. put up seven, 17 against the eagles they put up 21 against the dolphins they put up 27 against the vikings 17 against the jags 20 against the lions like it's just a lot of those type of performances not the 35 yeah, I mean, point that's games. that's kind of yeah they're scoring kind of like the packers had been like where they were yeah. struggling to get over 20 um i am very glad that the defense had a good tackling performance because if they bring that kind of run defense that they were playing earlier this year, Pacheco is going to have so many highlight real running over people t- like yeah. plays. Dude, he he runs so, <laughs> he runs so hard. Like he just it's, runs like he's mad at someone. Like, I don't yeah, know what it's, it is. It's like, it's like, like he's mad at the ground. He runs. Like he's very assertive <laughs> with his run and Dylan is like yeah. in the mud. He's like, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. But Going off of that, you know, with their low scoring and stuff, I mean, they they are still eight and three, and I feel like they're they've been the team that kind of just um, has the lead most of the time. I think they have. Right. I, I looked it up; they have the third fewest plays uh, run this season when they're trailing. So they're trailing, usually yeah. they've usually been leading, and they kind of just keep the lead. You know, keep a, a small ish lead throughout, control the game a little bit. They don't need to go crazy with Mahomes. They haven't asked him to do a ton. It's kind of just okay. You have a lead. You keep it. The defense plays well. The running game's good enough. Kelsey's good enough. And Mahomes. And it's like they, they just they win games that way. They haven't been blowing teams out. They haven't been going crazy passing the ball. So, again, I, I expect us to probably be trailing for most of this game because that's just how the Chiefs have been playing this year. And that's how we played for quite a bit this season. Right. We've been slow starters. Yeah. So I'm expecting them to come out and, and have a lead and them trying to hold on to it. And it's going to be kind of up to the, the uh, Jordan Love and the offense to um, have some explosive plays and try to get the lead back. So going to need to have some of those deep balls. And as I said, Jordan Love's gotten better at them. He's 55% in the last four games after being 22% in the first seven on throws 10 or, or 20 or more yards down the field. So been much better on those. And just overall, the offense has been a lot better. So if they can have some of those type of plays, get a lead back, force, you know, the Chiefs to to kind of play from behind. Not that Mahomes can't come from behind, but I guess right. it's just not how they've been. It's not how they've been operating this year. It might make them a little bit more uncomfortable, but we, we will see. It's going to be up to Jordan Love most likely to do that. Just need another explosive opening drive like last week. Yeah, yeah just do that every week. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> no big deal. Just a 50-yarder. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> 
not a big deal at all. Um, I was going to ask you guys this too, before when we were kind of talking about like letdowns and everything like that. Do you believe in the Rasul Douglas curse? <laughs> because I, I people tweeting me about it and I was like, no, I don't believe it. Well, now I'm kind of into it because why is it that he is such an amazing player? He leaves the Packers. He comes to my team, he comes to the bills and they are not doing well. You guys, this just, I don't, I don't believe in the curse, but I think the bills aren't playing up to their standard, even close. So he just happened to be getting there at a bad time. Um, and also like, you know, that we're not going to talk about the bills lot, but their schedule is like insane. Now it's like the polar opposite of what the Packers have down the stretch. So right. yeah. I mean, and with Josh Allen, not being the normal Josh Allen, yeah, it's a bad mix. I did because I was so jazzed. I was like, this is going to be so great. He's such a great <laughs> player. And then just, like, and truthfully, it's not him. you're right. It's not him. It's not, it's he's playing great. But I'm like, what's but, happening here? Like, truthfully, how in like how insane would you think I was if when that trade went down, you said the Packers are going to make the playoffs and the Bills won't? And Bills won't. <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, it's, it's absurd. And here's the thing, too. I was talking about this with my buddy Armin on 97.3 The Game earlier. I was like, they could easily finish with the same record, and the Bills won't make the playoffs, but the Packers will because the AFC is so difficult with your Packers. It's stacked. Just completely stacked. I mean, the Ravens are crushing it right now. The NFC stinks. (laughs) It's not good. Stinks. And, like, thank goodness that the Packers on this year where they are, quote, rebuilding, that they do have a year where they might make the playoffs because everybody else stinks and they're finally coming back. It's just nuts to me how the playoffs work. I know I, mean, I know the rules of it, but it's just wild to me, you know? You see it, yeah, when, when it starts playing out in December, this is, like, in my opinion, this is the best time of the year for if you like football overall, not necessarily following a certain team. Yeah, is absolutely the best time of year because all the playoff seating starts to get crazy. How many how many teams are you confident in saying like uh, like as a, if you pick them to win the Super Bowl that you would be confident doing that? Because for me, it's not that many. I'm like there's in so the many NFC, teams. literally maybe obviously maybe three, but I only really believe probably in the first two. Yeah, on how even you then, feel. even then, I'm like okay. Even in the AFC, it's like who in the AFC am I super confident? Like the Ravens haven't been over like they've been good but not their defense has been great but yeah Yeah. they lost mark andrews they haven't been over impressive on offense the chiefs have had these games where it's like they have no other weapons if you just take away kelsey you can they're beatable um there's just you have have like the jags that like snuck in there yeah i think the jags like the two seed right now or something like that they're doing so great but they were they were sneaky in there yeah so I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like, OK, I, I'm I'm pretty confident in like Niners or Eagles. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't know who I'm. And one of those super... is taking the other out eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know who I'm going to who, who there, if there's another team that I'm just like, I would pick them with, you know, any sort of real confidence. It, they, everyone just seems to have question marks. Who are we uh, who are we picking on Sunday? We got to do that. You guys can go first. Monty. OK, say. I'll say. I really want to pick the Packers. Like I, they're playing as good. Is is that their ceiling this year? It might be, which is great because they played very well. Um, I think the Chiefs are just obviously that much better of a team in terms of. I don't know if I believe this team can beat two really good teams in a row right now, and I don't think it's going to be an ugly game. Like I think they're going to look really good on uh, on Sunday night. But 
the Chiefs have the best quarterback in the world, and this is when we used to have Aaron Rodgers. That's kind of how people started picking these games. Like, seems like the other team, there's a path to them winning, but not to overcome the quarterback on the other side. So he's tilting the field for me in this one. So I'm going to say, I think it'll be good, though. I'm going to say it'll be Chiefs. I'm going to say 28-24. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I'm also going to go with the Chiefs. I think, as I said, I think they're going to be playing from ahead a lot. I think it's going to be a little bit too much on Love's shoulders. You know, you said he might throw 40 times in this game because teams are not able to run a lot on the Chiefs. Um, they just usually are behind, so they're not running that much. It's not the Chiefs haven't had a great run defense. It's just that, again, teams are behind, so they're forced to pass more. Um, and I'm guessing that's how this game will be. And we might not have our two running backs, so we'll see on that. Like that just leads to more more passes, more on love shoulders. And I think it'll be just a little bit too much for them. I think they'll be able to make it a game. I think it'll be interesting as most of these Chiefs games have been this year. But yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick them over Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and you know even again, even with that offense isn't much outside of those two. Like there's been not much consistency outside of that, but they still are number one in yards after the catch, so they still have those explosive. Like once they get the ball in their hands, they're tough to get down. They're, they, we're going to have to have a good tackling game because they can take five yard passes to the house still. But um, I just I think they'll be a little bit too much for us, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs twenty four to twenty. No, that feels too close. Twenty four seventeen. Twenty four. So you don't think the Packers are going to score twenty? I think it'll be a game where they move like they move the ball better than 17 point shows, but they only have 17 points to show for. OK, yeah, I get that. Do you, are we going to get an do we get an MVS revenge game? Is he going to go off? I was I was worried about that. If like we don't have Jair playing, I think he'll have a, <laughs> he'll have a touchdown. He'll have a touchdown. OK, I, I'll predict that. I think he'll score once. What about you, yeah. Shanna? Um, I'm going to do 27-20. And it was funny that you started to say 20 because I was like, oh, I was going to go off because I was going to be like, Anders is going to miss one. He's going to miss an extra point. It's fine. We still love him. So yeah, he's missed an extra point in like three games in a row. That's not good. Exactly. That's why I'm like, <laughs> he's got to miss one again. Um, So I'm going to do 27-20. I think that it's going to be pretty close. And then like the Chiefs are just going to, you know, pull ahead, get that extra one. But um, okay, so you have your score predictions there. If you had to pick a Taylor Swift song to describe <laughs> how Sunday is going to go, what song would you pick as the theme for Sunday for the Packers? I got to look up Taylor Swift songs before. Nathan, I, 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 only, I only know one, and I'm going to use it because it makes sense. I'm okay. going to say, look what you made me do because it's going to be it's all in Jordan Love. So Gorgeous. I got, it. Monty, I got a good one. Gorgeous. <laughs> I've got a good one. Shake okay. it off because this is, again, their last big test, their last really tough game. It's going to be, hey, we lost this one, but there's no shame in losing to the Chiefs. It's all right. We got an uh, easy schedule the rest of the way. So okay. shake it off and move on. There we the go. Next, and we're going to win, the, you know, these last five games, wherever they have left and get to the playoffs. And it's all good. Beautiful. Guys proud of you. Um, <laughs> I am doing out of the woods because that way, if the Packers, if they, you know, if they come out of this one and they win it against the Chiefs, the, yeah, if they win against the Chiefs, then they are going to the playoffs. They are out of the woods. They are going all the way. And I'm so proud of my little Swifties today. <laughs> can we, we do what can we, we talk? Can. can we talk about though how Katy Perry's better than Taylor Swift? This, that's <laughs> slander. Um, I'm just we, saying, look up top, look up top ten Katy Perry songs. It is banger after banger. Look up like the top twenty, dude. It's banger, 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 banger. They're the best. I did. Well, Katy Perry's night. done a Super Bowl. 
So, yeah, yeah. But Taylor was asked to, and she said no. Do you know why? Oh, okay. Allegedly. No. Allegedly. Allegedly. But <laughs> why? Because Taylor Swift sells out stadiums herself. She doesn't need to sell. Um, I, I did hear a Katy Perry banger the other day, and I looked at my fiance, and I was like, damn, banger after banger from Katy Perry. And it was yeah. last last Friday night. I was like, yeah, oh. great song. Look, I feel like most people don't realize how many bangers she actually has. And then you play them, and they're like, she, well, oh. she's like one of those artists who are like, Oh, I didn't know this was Katy Perry. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know the song, but you don't. You don't know it's her. She's probably got like five or six of those songs like that for me. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah Katy Perry fangirls over here. Okay, <laughs> so um, I have to plug them as always. You can listen to the Packer game on ninety-seven three, the game, and the rest of the Green Bay Packers radio network, and on the iHeartRadio app. I do the halftime and the post-game reports. And uh, spoiler alert: um, I always sneak song titles in from one artist every game. It has to be Taylor Swift. Like yeah. <laughs> I can't not use it. So yeah. that's also sorry. I know we have to go, but. Did you guys notice? So obviously they always show Taylor, obviously. But the other night at the Eagles game, Bradley Cooper, they showed just yeah, they, as much as Taylor. Yeah, was he was blurry. on screen a lot. It was all blurry every time they showed it. Like you yeah. couldn't even tell it was him. And they're like, Bradley Cooper is going crazy. I'm like, I can't like, yeah, tell who that is. If you say so. Yeah, that could be any that could be a random person, and you're just yeah. t- saying it's Bradley Cooper, and I'd believe it. I feel like the Eagles are just like jealous that obviously Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs have someone. So like Jason's like, but we have Bradley Cooper. Yeah. (laughs) We got the guy from the hangover. Um, Okay. So you can find us on all the socials. I'm oh, hey, it's Shanna. And I'm at for Turgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And then I am just at my name, Nathan Marzian. Perfect. All right. We'll see you guys next week. And go Paco. Go Paco. the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done